Hi, I'm Jeff Ray, your host for Economic Outlook. Welcome to our show, where each week we take a deep dive into the regional economy and the people, the companies, and the communities and projects that are helping our region grow. They represent the business interest of thousands of businesses across the region, and they're hearing firsthand about how those businesses are pivoting because of the global pandemic. We'll take a closer look at COVID's impact on small business and what the future looks like for our communities coming up on Economic Outlook. The global pandemic has created a global economic crisis impacting all industries and every community. Businesses everywhere are in a fight for survival and are busy charting a course that will help them navigate these difficult times. We're taking a closer look today at how businesses are pivoting and how communities are reacting to those continuing uncertain times. Joining me for that conversation are Rob Parker, the President and CEO of the Kosciuszko County Chamber of Commerce, Levon Johnson, the President and CEO of the Greater Elkhart Chamber of Commerce, and Nick Kiefer, the President and CEO of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me today. Appreciate that. Uh, just one other note before we get started here, WNIT, we're respecting social distancing and as such have both our host and our guest joining us remotely uh, today. So guys, thank you for uh, pivoting here with us and, and joining us for a conversation uh, today. We're always grateful to have you uh, on the show. And I, I wanna get right into sort of talking a little bit, you know, we had teased in the opening a little bit about COVID and its impacts on communities. Obviously the global economic crisis has had significant impacts on the businesses um, that you represent. And so I'd like to, you know, kind of take the temperature a little bit of what's happening, uh, you know, kind of in your community from the business standpoint. Uh, Nick, how about we come your way for a little sure. uh, perspective from the Goshen area? Yeah, so, I mean, you, you kind of hit it on the head uh, with pivoting and, and having to adapt. Uh, it's been the motto for most businesses, uh, especially in our, our small retail uh, section. So um, it's been a struggle this year. Uh, hospitality, those, those industries, restaurants, uh, bars, entertainment venues, um, just like in, in every community, it's, it's a struggle. Um, there are some bright spots uh, in there. So those are, are exciting to see. There's, uh, we still have some uh, new businesses joining us and people taking that risk. And so those are, those are always exciting to see. But uh, it's definitely been a struggle for, for a lot of uh, the, the independent stores and, uh, in our community. Levon, how about we come your way? Yep. So again, I think Nick brings up some great points as far as uh, the independent stores. Um, one of the unique things we've seen here in Elkhart and Elkhart County uh, is what's happened in manufacturing, um, especially around the RV industry, um, which are really uh, booming right now. Um, and so it's hard to move around this county without seeing hiring signs, especially in the uh, manufacturing sector. Um, but uh, it's the... Um, sort of the uh, businesses that move around the RV industry in this area. So when Nick talks about the restaurants and, and hotels and things like that, that are feeling the impact of that lack of business travel that's happening right now. Um, so it's, it, it's really dependent upon business sector as we look in this. Great. And Rob, how about down your way? Yeah, so unfortunately, we've had to cancel the last two First Fridays, which is a great social gathering in our downtown and brings a lot of people into our downtown, into our businesses there. And, and unfortunately with the pandemic and, and the rise in numbers, we just have to be super cautious right now and make sure that we are you know, keeping everyone as safe as we can. And, and I just encourage everyone to continue to wear a mask, social distance, wash your hands, um, and just be careful around Thanksgiving. Cause we wanna be, we wanna have people at Thanksgiving for years to come. And, and with the rise right now, it's, it's clearly a time we need to be cautious and, and, and be careful with that. So that has impacted the number of um, 
people shopping in stores. And so the, the word of the year, pivot, uh, we, we've all had to do it. Uh, we're doing it right now um, in terms of e-commerce and using social media to sell your goods and your services because people just aren't coming into the store like they used to. So uh, traffic is definitely down, but those companies that have pivoted and pivoted well are actually seeing a, a good year. And um, some of them actually the most profitable year they've ever had so far. So, so the economic shutdown that occurred back in, in March, um, you, you know, really paralyzed, especially some small businesses who, who didn't have, uh, you know, kind of the cash flow to help, uh, you know, sustain them. The federal government came with some assistance to help them uh, navigate it. I think as numbers are spiking now, folks are fearful of, a, of, of something similar happening again. Have you seen, um, any of you in, in your communities have businesses uh, disappeared? Have they closed? Nick, you mentioned some e even opening. What, you know, how, how are you balancing kind of the, the opening and closing in your communities? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's challenging. There's definitely been some that, that have had to close their door and make, and make those decisions. Um, there, there's been a lot, there's a lot of good stories out there of people uh, coming up with innovative ways and, and doing things a little differently. Uh, my previous life before chamber work and, and working in Goshen worked uh, in the athletic field and um, I had a coach that always said, uh, analyze, adapt and overcome, right? And, and I think those play real parallel to the business world right now is you have to analyze where you're at, adapt to the situation and, and figure a way to, to overcome on it. And so, um, you know, we've seen some small retailers who didn't have a, you know, maybe a, a really good social media online presence, uh, really spend some effort and time in there and have uh, really gained some market share with, with their companies and, and been able to sustain themselves uh, in that realm. So it's, it's still trying to figure out your, your customers and how to get your product and services to those customers. And uh, we're seeing some pretty, pretty innovative ways to do that. Great. Levon, I want to come back your way and, and follow up on, on RV industry and just in industry as a, as a whole. You know, I, I would say pre-pandemic, if you and I were talking, you would have uh, probably shared some of the workforce challenges that, that some of those industries uh, were having. Um, unemployment actually, you know, hit uh, pretty high as, um, as the pandemic, you know, moved on. Um, talk a little bit about just uh, sort of where unemployment is at and um, and whether those companies are able to find the workers they need to sort of meet up with the demand. So it's an interesting uh, um, situation around hiring right now. So at the height of the pandemic, I believe in Elkhart County, the uh, unemployment rate was 8.9%. Um, it's now um, dropped, uh, I believe we're below 5% right now. Um, the, um, the, I the challenge in you know, you've got people that are out of work in certain business sectors that are moving into uh, manufacturing. Um, but again, you've got a lot of people that that's not their background or, or the career choice that they wanted to make either. So they're still outside of the workforce. Um, uh, we're not quite where we were, I would say, um, in 2018, um, where you just find people, the, the workforce was tapped out. But again, it's, it's, um, it's a challenge when you move around the county and see the number of hiring signs that are out right now. I think, um, you know, I was talking to one of our larger employers uh, not too long ago um, about how many uh, openings they had. And they said if 500 people came to our door right now, we'd find out for every one of them. So uh, it's interesting as um, we see those different business sectors and the sizes um, that 
that are facing these challenges uh, differently and, and have different challenges around hiring. Uh, when we did a survey back in June, I believe it was uh, uh, Nick and I and the other three chambers in the county, um, the two biggest issues that, that popped up were one, making sure they were taking care of their employees um, from a safety standpoint and making sure that they were still had their livelihood. And number two was this uh, uh, concern about the potential of another shutdown. Um, and so, um, you know, it's been, it's been interesting to watch uh, on, that, on that front. There's definitely work to be had in, in Elkhart County, but we need to do it in the, uh, continue to do it in the safest way possible and, and make sure people are I apologize, my motion detector just went. <laughs> that's, that's all right, the joys of, of figuring out remote uh, learning there, or remote work and stuff like that. It is funny, all the different kind of things we have on, on the calls here, so no problem. Th thanks, Lavana. Rob, I want to come your way. Uh, let's talk orthopedic a little bit. Uh, Kosciuszko, obviously the orthopedic capital uh, of the world. I, I think I know a lot less about how the pandemic has impacted uh, that industry. Give us a little snapshot of, of kind of what's been going on in that industry and how it's reacting. Sure. Um, as most people know, the orthopedic industry is largely driven by, um, you know, uh, surgeries that are or, um, uh, voluntary. You know, it, it, it's not something that a lot of times is driven by, you know, heart attacks or um, strokes or other conditions. It's, it's, um, driven by um, people who need to get knees and hips and shoulders replaced. And um, during the pandemic shutdown, those, those surgeries weren't happening. And so, you know, the, the demand for the product definitely went down uh, in that uh, second quarter, uh, late first and early second, but as we rebounded, uh, as we were able to keep the numbers down, unfortunately, as we're seeing the, the spike in COVID cases increase, the number of beds that are open for those voluntary surgeries um, have diminished. So we're, we're potentially seeing another slowdown in the demand for those products. And that's a real concern. But I'll echo what, what Levon said in terms of the number of uh, employees still needed. Uh, nearly every one of our tier one and tier two providers still need uh, talent and they still need uh, people who have experience in advanced manufacturing uh, so there's jobs out there uh, and lots of jobs available. So, so Nick, let's get some perspective from you too on the job uh, front. And, and, and again, I think, you know, we've, we've really sort of seen the, the story be at two opposite ends, right? Some people are really thriving um, in the workforce because the industries they're in, others um, left without, uh, you know, much opportunity. So give us a snapshot on the, on the workforce side and, and what you're seeing there. Yeah, I mean, you know, Levon hit on the, the uh, manufacturing side of things in our county. Um, as far as, you know, small business, th there's still a challenge there, right? So there's still a workforce that, uh, for safety and health reasons, uh, can't get back into the, into the workforce right now. So it puts a strain on some of the smaller companies that aren't able to, to fully fill out their staffs or, or, you know, even their kitchen staffs if you're a restaurant. Um, so there, there's, there's those challenge points uh, in all sizes of business right now. And it's just one of those uh, kind of one of those things where you just we, we have to keep trying to figure out a way and, and Levon hit on it. We have to, to figure out a way to do it in the safest manner possible and and make sure that when we're bringing people back into the workforce uh, that we have policies and procedures in place to, to protect them the best we can. 
So the economic, uh, you know, shutdown obviously created challenges, cash flow, some of the, some of those kind of things. Talk about just sort of, you know, some of the efforts that you guys have been involved in to to help businesses um, access capital, access workforce, put safety plans in place. Uh, you know, just maybe Levon, I'll come your way first and just share a little bit of of some of the work that you, you've been doing in the last couple of months to help businesses uh, uh, survive. Uh, you know, again, uh, depending on the business sector, but when we look at um, uh, when we look, especially at those businesses early on that were struggling or concerned about how they were going to make it through that first shutdown, I think our role, and I, I would imagine Nick and Rob were both the same way as our role very much became how to help folks get access to the EIDL, the payroll protection program, uh, grants that were out there to help them take care of those things to keep the doors open while a lot of income and revenue weren't coming through the doors um, at that point. Um, and so we really went into information mode and connection mode, helping folks fill out the paperwork, uh, making sure that our uh, member financial institutions that were doing that work um, were, were able to make those connections and get people connected to, uh, to those areas. Um, you know, again, on the other side of that, when we talk about um, those businesses that were, that were doing well and start looking at the RV industry once it started to open back up and the uh, uh, pontoon boating industry that, that's huge in this county as well, um, it's now how do we get the information out about those jobs that are Levon, I lost your sound there for a second. I'm sorry. Um, it was a matter of trying to, to connect people, the individuals, to jobs that were out there. So again, um, helping those uh, businesses as, as positions opened up um, to really uh, connect with uh, individuals that may have been out of work in other places. How about you, Rob? Yeah, you know, it, it, we're going to echo again. Uh, early on, we absolutely did everything in our power to connect people to the information that was out there to maximize um, their earnings and, and minimize their losses. Uh, from that, we did a couple of other things that I thought were pretty cool. We were able to start a couple of Facebook groups uh, to go Kosciuszko and support Kosciuszko. And it's just a way, again, an open source uh, format where everybody could share. Uh, they could share what they're doing. They could share what they have to offer. And um, we've had many restaurants who said that without something like that, they probably wouldn't have survived through the pandemic. But, you know, it's our job. It's my job. I think we'd all agree is to really help businesses overcome obstacles to make sure that, you know, we're doing everything in our power to connect people to markets. And uh, that's something that I, I felt we did really great early on. Lately, what we've done is we've started a um, countywide gift certificate program. And so individuals who buy a gift certificate to be used at any of our participating members, uh, we're going to give them 50% uh, um, for what they purchase. So if they buy a $20 gift certificate, we're going to give them $10. And we've been allocated up to $50,000 uh, to be able to use for that program. And it's through the end of the year. So another way that we try to help to stimulate the local economy to encourage people to buy local. Great. How about you, Nick? Yeah, so, uh, very similar uh, to, to the other two, um, you know, some targeted conversations and whether it was just gathering some people on a, on a virtual call and, and talking through issues um, and, and kind of sharing best practices that that was 
I think extremely helpful to a lot of businesses, maybe not in the same sector, but just, hey, we're having this issue. Do you know anything? Or um, some industries found some grant programs through some different associations. And so uh, it was just, again, trying to connect, connect people in the, in the right way. Um, you know, with the holiday season coming around, we're, we've, you know, uh, typically would have some, you know, November, December downtown, you know, promotional things where we try to gather people. We've shifted that this year and, and are, are really just trying to get a message out of, of supporting local. Um, and and local's a, a big word. Local is your, you know, big box store all the way down to your, you know, uh, downtown retailer and, and just supporting the community uh, and all of that we can uh, during your shopping season. I think it's a great message, obviously, with things like Small Business Saturday and, and others, but it, it, it extends so much beyond that. The pandemic has put everybody at home and everybody on a computer where it's become very easy and convenient to, uh, to order uh, things. And, uh, and, and yet, at the same time, we want them to not forget about uh, those options uh, you know, in, the, in their businesses and, and in their neighborhoods and stuff. So I think that's a great point. I appreciate you both or you all uh, uh, you know, sharing that, that thought or that perspective. So, you know, when I talk to economists, when I read uh, what the prognosticators are saying, th this could be here for a little while. Um, we've obviously navigated uh, many months uh, now, but uh, vac though vaccines are on the way, it may be a little while and, and we may continue to experience some limitations, especially in the hospitality industry as well into next year. So, so what's, what's next? Should, uh, is, there, is there a need for additional assistance? How do we help our communities navigate um, what, what could be another couple of difficult months. Who has the crystal ball that's clear right now? Because yeah. mine's still yeah, I think you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, No, I mean, yeah, it's trying to, trying to can you wrap your head around, okay, um, you know, these next several months are going to be difficult, right? You know, you have the holiday season and the first quarter is, you know, for retailers is always a little slower. Um, so what, what are some programs or things we can put in place? Uh, I don't think it's out of the wood that uh, the government should be looking at uh, maybe another round of stimulus uh, dollars in a you know PPP form or whatever it may be. Um, but uh, I, there, there's going to be needed to be some things done uh, to kind of bridge uh, the, the next you know six to eight months into you know ne next summer. Yeah, I, I would agree, Nick. Uh, you know, the next the next few weeks in particular uh, through the holiday season is going to be real challenging, um, and and then coming right out of the new year, uh, if, if we don't have great uh, fourth quarter, into the fourth quarter, man, it's gonna be really tough. So we absolutely need to advocate for our businesses that there needs to be some support from our government leaders to, to do so, another stimulus package for businesses. Again, I would support another PPP uh, type initiative, um, but it's, it's necessary, especially in the hospitality uh, sector, especially there. And I would, agree, I would agree with both of you on that point. I think one of the things that our legislators told us early on um, in the first PPP or the first round of stimulus was they were trying to get stuff out the door um, and get money into people's hands right away. Um, the challenge they're running into right now and talking to them is now they're trying to vet differently than they did the first time around. Um, and it's slowing things down. And, and again, I think the encouragement um, uh, to them and telling the stories of what's happening uh, to businesses is important so that they, while they're doing that vetting, they're also moving as expeditiously as possible um, before we end up in a situation that goes back to one of your first questions. Uh, really is, our business is able to hold on through that fourth quarter, first quarter uh, without that help. 
Great. Nick, I'm going to come back your way. You uh, touched on something earlier, and, and I know Elkhart County has a, has a, as Kosciuszko too, a history of entrepreneurship and, and, uh, and such. And you mentioned there were a number of businesses uh, launching, uh, starting, even in, even in a global pandemic. Help give us perspective on, 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 uh, on, on why somebody's thinking about now uh, being a, a good time to get a business started. Sure. I, I think when you historically look at um, whether it's recessions or pandemics or, or disruptions in, in the economy, um, there usually is a, is a pretty good spike in entrepreneurism coming out of it. So uh, folks that have had their, their, their livelihoods or their jobs or whatever it is disrupted, um, take that plunge and, and you know, take the risk of doing it on your own and, and going out there and starting something for yourself. And so um, I, I, I think over the next you know, year or two, you'll see a, an increase in, in that area and, and people willing to, to, to try it and, and see what they can do for themselves. Yeah, I'll just piggyback off that. We've seen a, just a, a huge increase in the amount of new businesses taking off. And I, I'm sure everybody's gonna share the same thing, but when we have a pandemic or when we have a crisis like that, like this, we've had more members come into the chamber because we need to be together. And by joining a chamber or by being part of a group, we have a greater chance of survival. And we've, we've seen great increases in the number of people that are supporting the chamber and the mission that we're trying to accomplish. Levon, I want to follow up your way. We're in about our last four minutes here. So, but, so advice that you would give to uh, somebody thinking about starting a business uh, or your business members who are thinking about um, how they survive uh, this time. They're wondering whether it's time to uh, pack it in and move on or, or, or try to keep, you know, what kind of advice or encouragement could you give to them? Yeah, the, the first thing I would say, Jeff, is um, that make sure they ask the question um, and seek out uh, input. Um, obviously, being chamber guys, I would say, you know, stop in at your chamber, call, um, get connected to resources that may be able to help you in that process or get you through uh, this process. Um, again, we're getting information constantly um, about programs and grants out there to help support uh existing businesses and new businesses as well. Um, uh, and, and do your homework in that space. Don't, uh, don't feel like you're out there alone as well. Sometimes I think as a um, small business owner or entrepreneur, uh, you can get caught on the island and feel like um, you're the only one going through it. Um, and clearly in this time, that's not the case. Um, and the more you can talk to others, uh, gather information, learn best practices, hear what they're doing, uh, the business communities in all of our areas, um, in, in, in all three counties, um, the business community, although there are times of competition, they're very supportive of one another and, and understand that as each, as each business thrives, the business community thrives as well. And so um, reaching out and asking questions, and it's, it's never a bad thing to ask for help if you need it. Great. And Nick, your advice to consumers uh, that are, again, thinking, how do I help these businesses navigate this in about a minute or so? Well, sure. You have, uh, there's been several, you know, memes out on, on the, the interwebs, if you will, of, you know, all the times that uh, you've asked a business to sponsor or, or, or support your local little league or soccer field or whatever it is. Now's the time to return that favor and uh, buy gift certificates, keep ordering takeout, um, you know, I talked to a restaurateur the other day and he said, you know, takeout's going really well, but we really miss those business lunches, right? When, when you know, they'd order. So, you know, I encourage businesses to, to get back and, 
and order some staff lunches. Those type of things uh, make a, a big difference and, and can really, you know, you know, pay the utilities and, and pay the bills for the month and, and keep them afloat. So uh, just in, keep encouraging the consumers to, to support uh, your local stores and, and your, your favorite spots and, uh, you know, gift cards and, and gift certificates for, for, for Christmas are, are a pretty good thing. Rob, I'll let you have the last word there. So uh, you guys said it well, uh, support local, um, use the programs that are available to you to maximize your, your efforts there. Uh, I'm gonna put another plug in for Kosciuszko Cash. Um, so, and, and the one thing, I, Levon said it, we do have a lot of resources and I'm gonna put a plug in for SCORE. If you're looking for starting an, uh, a new career or a new job, a, a new entrepreneurial effort, get with SCORE, they can help a ton. Great. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me today. Really, I'm, I'm grateful for it. Thanks for the good work that you're doing uh, in each of your communities. Encourage our viewers to reach out and, uh, and connect with uh, either, any of these gentlemen or their staffs would be uh, very helpful to folks as they're kind of navigating what's going on in the community there. So really grateful for it. And we'll uh, look forward to having you back for updates on how you're uh, navigating uh, the pandemic here in the future. That's it for our show today. Thank you for watching on WNIT or listening to our podcast. To watch the extended version of this show, this episode, episode again, or any of our past episodes, you can find Economic Outlook at WNIT.org, or find our podcast on most major podcast platforms. We also encourage you to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. I'm Jeff Ray. I'll see you next week. We wanted to make sure that there was information being driven to the businesses uh, from the health department. And so we made sure we had made them available through multiple conferences, video conferences. It was pretty new back then, you know, not a lot of people were using them. So we transitioned pretty quickly to that because there was just so much information and, and misunderstanding of, of the uh, pandemic. And so we just want to make sure we got that information out. And then, you know, kind of talking a little bit about the legislators, you know, we had to pivot pretty hard when it came to, you know, candidate forums and, and how do we, how do we get that information out? Because Normally you hold a big event, people come to it, and that just wasn't going to happen this year. So we did a couple podcasts uh, with, with our candidates in, in contested races and pushed that information out there. And then we did everything uh, virtually. Uh, candidate forums were all held virtually, and the city was just a great partner in all of that. This WNIT local production has been made possible in part by viewers like you. Thank you.